There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to Growing Up Female with me, Connie Simmons. This is the podcast where we chat about what it's really like to grow up female behind the shiny social media profile. I'll be chatting to a whole host of young, inspirational women about race, beauty standards, periods, body shaming, sex, relationships, social media, everything it means to grow up as a female today. Hey, it's Connie here and I just wanted to put a little note at the top of this episode to say that we recorded this before the current pandemic. So there are some bits which might sound a little bit weird given what's going on. I hope you're all okay. Please stay safe, stay indoors and enjoy listening in the comfort of your own homes. Lots of love. Enjoy the podcast. Hi everyone. So I'm so excited about today's guest, the gorgeous Lucy is here today, Lucy Mountain. Um, Lucy, thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. I feel very excited to talk to you about lots of things. I have lots of questions for you. Thank you for having me. Well you're welcome. Good. We've got lots and lots and lots to talk about. Um, so I wanted to get you on Grown Up Female. As you know, it's all about just educating and informing and us just having a conversation. We've actually got a lot more in common than people might think. Um, Back in the day, uni as teenagers, we both struggled with the whole diet culture thing that just mm. drives both of us mad. We're both very anti-diet culture, aren't we? Um, and I just want to talk to you about your journey today. Um, and when did the dieting start? How did you get out of it? Like, talk to me. I want to know. It's so weird. It's so hard putting a finger on it because I think as a woman, unfortunately, in the society that we're in, it just happens, like you just grow up into it. It, There's never like one significant turning point. It's just normal. So you grow up wanting to be thinner. That's just a normal thing. It's bad, isn't it? It's really bad, yeah. And like, cause I'm a 90s kid. So I had, yeah, so I had like Paris Hilton, um, Nikki, Nicole Richie had mm. her. So they were all like, they were <laughs> yeah, all like, they were show, right? And like Lindsay Lohan, they yeah. were all my idols. Oh really? Yeah. So I would, I would always have in my mind, no matter what, when I thought about my body, it'd always be, well, I need to be thinner. Mm. That was just a given. Didn't even question it. Um, and then, yeah. So I got to uni. I, I did a, you know, in school, I always, um, I didn't really get thoroughly into diet culture in school. It wasn't okay. really a massive thing. Um, it was mostly uni. That mm. was when. 
I realised, and I remember this one specific time, I moved into halls and I lived with three guys. I remember it was like the first week, um, they were going through Facebook and looking at girls that were mm. in our block. And I remember one of them saying, oh, don't like her face, but she's got a really amazing body. So oh. I worked right. So in my mind, I was like, I'd never even considered that the body was really, really important and the body was just like the most attractive thing. Yeah. I just, I don't know, I hadn't even thought of it like that. So that so was you started when, to get an insight of what men thought. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, so man. I know, right? <laughs> fucking men, fucking men. Um, so yeah, and I remember that really vividly. But I did stupid See, stuff. See, it's so funny how like such a small thing can make such a big impact. Yeah, because I've, I've got I've three brothers. It. So I've grown up with boys and um, to be fair, Obviously, I wouldn't be their type because I'm their sister, but I'm not their type. Like, their type is yeah. a size eight or below just because that's their type. My mum's mm-hmm. very little as well, naturally. Um, and I guess for me, a little bit, it was probably like, oh, but they that they like girls that are size eight and smaller. God, I'm never going to be a size eight or smaller, but I'll try and be a size 10. Yeah. Why don't I look like my mum? Why didn't I inherit my mum's figure? Like, yeah. I kind of had that, but I, you've only just made me realise that. Yeah, but <laughs> you do. But like, it's all those small things that you don't think about at the time. And then you're mm. like, and then it'll be like 10 years later. And you're yeah. like, oh my God, that really fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the first thing you, you tried? Because you're quite like slim I've anyway. Never, yeah, I've never, um, I've always been one of those leaner people yeah. who just wants to be leaner because I just think you get that, we always that want more track. don't we exactly yeah um and I wasn't sporty at all but in uni obviously when you're cooking for yourself and you're going on nights out you're drinking and stuff mm. you naturally gain weight yeah, you do, um yeah. that's not a bad thing it's just a normal natural thing to happen fun. and you're having fun yeah I had the best time at uni but in my last year I did in fact it was it was probably my second year I was wearing my little shorts. I used to literally wear nothing when I went out. <laughs> that was shop. the fashion as well, wasn't, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Like Topshop Bando. And I'd have those little hot pant Topshop denim oh, wow. shorts. But I suddenly started to feel really self-conscious wearing it. Um, and then one guy, I was on a night out, and one guy, as at like a fresher party, I leant over to grab something off the table and one guy was like, has anyone got a cellulitor? Obviously, like, making a joke, but also referring to my cellulite. And I turned around and I just burst into tears. And I was like, you fucking do it. It's called Pat. Never forgotten him. Pat. Um, fucking Pat. Looking for you. Look at me now, you know. Wanted. Empowering women <laughs> around the world. Um, no, so that was another thing. And then after that, I was like, I need to go on a diet. Did loads of weird shit. Did an egg diet where I was supposed to eat two eggs a day with some spinach. That was it. Um, I've would, heard of that one. Right. So I'd Google yeah. it. I'd, I'd Google like quickest weight loss diet. Don't um, Google that. But yeah, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but that. But that's what would come up on Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I and would soup diet, celery soup diet. Yeah, mm. celery diets. Yeah. I would do skinny me tea. So this is one of the first detox teas that ever came into the market. It was in Australia. Um, the so it's this woman i won't say her name um but she basically became a multimillionaire from selling this detox tea right um and i would spend like 45 pounds and as a student that was so much money i spent 45 pounds getting this tea shipped over right getting this tea shipped over and me and my friend would be like you know on the on the bloody toilet on the way go trying to go to lectures both sitting on like i'm taking it turns in fact on the toilet do you know what i've done exactly the same but i took those you know those um 
really strong green tea tablets yeah you know, I like and them, they, but i know them they have like a six pack on the packet oh. and it's like supposed to have fat but like a fat burner tablet yeah i took those and i was sweating in <laughs> class like and like running to the toilet oh. i tried everything i've tried illegal have you? Yeah. I've, Did I, you order I, them online? Yeah. Oh one of my housemates was doing it, so oh. I copied her, and it just you made do, me really you? thirsty. You do. It's funny that your friends really influence you. I think that's partly yeah. why, as women, when you're living with women and it yeah. spreads. I actually saw a couple of my friends I was living with. This is only like four years ago, but even then, I was still like a little bit diet culturey. Mm. I used to make this protein mug cake, and I'd only have that as my dessert. And she, I used, to, I influenced all of them to do it as well. And she was like, "I'm never gonna fucking forgive you for making me make that that protein mug cake. It was the worst thing I've ever tasted." And yeah, we used to say it tasted good, and it didn't. And that like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so funny. All of us having courgette every night. Yeah, like, never, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never pasta. It's oh. true. See, I was, I was weird at uni. I. I went from either like no carbs yeah. uh, to the point where vegetable, like looking at what vegetables had the least carbs. Wow. Um, uh, didn't consider how much like sugar was in a stir fry um, sachet like sauce. Mm. So like completely uneducated. And there's nothing wrong with sugar, but you know what I mean? Like w- I was choosing like a, a sauce like that over, yeah. I don't know, butternut squash or sweet potato or yeah. something. You know, it's just ridiculous. Mm. Um to then binging, making mm-hmm. like buying king prawns from a fishmonger. Like I was a student. <laughs> you fancy. I know. Like what is that about? And like garlic butter, and I'm like, making like homemade pill prawn pill pill, and like thinking I was a Michelin star chef. Love like, that. Or making big batches of lasagna and being like, I'm just gonna put them in the freezer. No, at half a lasagna like in yeah. one night. So I because you were hungry from, though. Yeah, going for one stream. Yeah, I was yeah. <laughs> living off like bloody bean sprouts. Like. <laughs> And sweet and sour sauce. It's shocking. Oh. It's mad what we what were we thinking? I know. Do you know I, I can totally relate to those little bean sprouts from the yeah. stir fry. Oh, stuff it. Half a bag of that. Yeah. I love that. Oh god. Gosh, yeah, no, so hard times. Yeah. So what when, when was the moment then that you just decided enough was enough? Um, so when I finished what is it in, when I finished uni I had a year out and mm. well I say a year out, I couldn't find a bloody job. Um so I was working in a cupcake shop in a supermarket, moved back in with my parents. Um, and I started going to the gym and I was dating a guy and he was really into weightlifting. So I'd go with him and he'd be like, for God's sake, get off the cross trainer, come on, start lifting weights. And he kind of gave me, he, he gave me a new perspective on like eating more for more energy to train better, to get okay, stronger. Yeah. There so, are some good guys out there. Yeah, he was <laughs> all right. He was not bad, bless his heart. But um, mm. yeah, he, he, he kind of showed me the way with that, which I appreciate. And then, when I moved, when I did get a job finally and moved to London, I'd already got this more positive mindset, but I started working and doing marketing in a PT studio with some really great coaches and I still freelance there once a week. Um, and they have such an amazing balanced mindset of food. They have kind of helped me shape what I what I do now. Um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing what I do now if I hadn't had all that horrible stuff no, of course. I put my body through in the past yeah so I think it all shapes you you Definitely. need I almost say like I talk about this on Instagram but I almost don't blame if people read my content they still want to try a diet they still want to 
do low carb they still want to buy a skinny tea like go and do that because mm. at the end of the day some people learn best through trying it and realizing hang yeah. on a second it doesn't actually work yeah um, absolutely i think so too yeah sometimes you have to um just let people yeah learn let people make their own mistakes yes. in the same way you did yeah absolutely yeah I, I, I remember spending a fortune on um slender blend oh god yeah wild. and it um mm. and it was the strawberry one and i put so many strawberries in it as well <laughs> and then they got like done for have lying about how much sugar was in there so i was just drinking sugar yeah <laughs> and Those... i was like why am i not losing weight i'm having three shakes a day well because you're having like half a bag of sugar a day yeah the um and not burning it off or not exercising or anything. So there wasn't really a, a, an actual moment. Like with me, I, I I went to the doctors for a stomach infection. Mm. They told me I had um, fatty liver. Right. Because of my lifestyle. And that was enough. Enough was enough for me there. My health was aff- affected. Mm-hmm. And that sort of leads me on to my next question. When does health come into it for you? Because mm. um, I was saying to you earlier... Um, with your page the pink sprinkly donuts always stand out to me i remember a long time ago and it was like comparing the fruit pastels to the grapes and at that point i'm gonna be totally honest i unfollowed you at that point (laughs) scandal i'm sorry (laughs) i would have unfollowed me too i'm sorry i would have unfollowed me too i love you (laughs) but i didn't need to see that at that point yeah but i understand that message yeah I know that your um, views on all of that has really evolved since mm. then. So talk to me, tell me. So I, my account started growing when I was posting infographics, right? So yeah. I started doing this thing. They are great. I love, I love doing them, and it's uh, they're such a huge part of my content still mm. to this day. But I started doing it because I was learning about calories, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing! I can have two hundred calories of sweets and two hundred calories of fruit, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't gain any weight yes. eating the sweets because it's the same amount of calories. That's amazing. Um, and I started making these posts where it'd be like, go for the Skittles because a handful of nuts is the same and mm. Skittles are nicer. But what we were saying before in there is my message changed so much now. It's like, yes, it's great to have sweets. Yes, you should enjoy sweets regardless mm. of the calorie content occasionally because it doesn't fucking matter. Mm. Personal enjoyment is important. But there is always a point where if we start neglecting nutrient-dense foods and always opting for what's lower calorie but less in nutrients but might taste nicer, mm. then we're going to feel like crap. Yeah. Um, and it's like that's such a huge part, which sometimes these kind of calorie accounts... In fact, what my account was back then, um, it sometimes neglects that message. Mm. And now I try and bring a bit of both I like yeah to talk you do about both. you do now absolutely yeah and I also I, on my page now I don't really like talking about weight loss even if it's to do with oh this is even if it's to do with even if that's the sort of message behind yeah the scenes, because definitely. I just feel like for me now there's so many pages and there's so many people talking about weight loss and that's not a problem um but I think for me I don't need to be another person adding to that Mm. um and actually I've kind of been there done that with that and I'm moving now into a more sort of confidence positivity space having a balanced relationship with food is so hard like we were saying earlier it's so hard to even articulate what balance is because to one person that might be introducing more sweets into mm. their diet yeah yeah, been yeah, so yeah, restrictive. yeah absolutely it's, it's so individual and that's where yeah social media and people um um sort of forcing their methods onto people others 
um, can be dangerous because what mm -hmm. works for me um, doesn't necessarily work for anyone else. Yeah. And I'm definitely a lot more strong-willed than other people. Yes, I've been influenced mm. in the past, but now I could um, count my calories and not get obsessed with it, mm -hmm. you mm. know? Whereas I know there's people that couldn't do that. Mm. So, like... I have to be careful as well and how I mm -hmm. share because now obviously uh, Macy's five months old, my, my little girl's five months old and I am mm -hmm. ready to, I'm not going to say get my body back, mm -hmm. I'm ready to do what I enjoy and that's regular exercise and yeah. eating well and cooking again from mm -hmm. like scratch and you know, Deliveroo just needs, me, me and Deliveroo just needs a break. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I love what you said then? It's not about getting your body back mm. because I always say this, we are never going back right in life. We are mm. always moving forward. We're evolving. There's never going to be a point where we're going backwards because that's mm. not how things work. Yeah. So I love that you're viewing things as a forward progression Absolutely. in your life from the point you're at right now. Yeah. Because you, again, when I think about to uni, I used to think about my body when I was like 14 years old. Mm. And I was oh, like, yeah, I know. Right. And it's like, hips then. Yeah, it's like I'm 19 years old, like I'm 20 years old. Why am I viewing that body as my body yeah. that I need to return to is so messed up. Absolutely, yeah, no. And uh, when you've had a baby, your body is completely different. Yeah. I mean, to try and get your body back where... When you've carried a human. Yeah, you've carried... You've carried <laughs> literally you've made a human. Yeah, and everything's expanded. Like, yeah. my feet grew. Um, I can see my back... I went from a 34... Did your shoe size grow? Yeah. That's mad. Because your ligaments all, like... Um, wow. Become more flexible, and then but they've they've gone back. Don't worry, yeah. it's all good. I thought I'd have to throw all my shoes <laughs> I was away. Say. Oh, <laughs> killed me. Although the higher ones have gone, I just You're can't done. even cope with that anymore. Um, but yeah, I went from a thirty-four back to a thirty-eight back in like two weeks. Mm. Like everything just widened to fit the baby in, mm. and it's going to slowly go back. But like my tummy amazing. is never going to be. And do you know what I'm most angry about? I didn't enjoy what I achieved before enough. Yeah. I still, even then, though I was happy and more confident and wearing the clothes that I really like and things like, little things like that, mm. I still look back and think, oh my God, why did you still try and lose more? Yeah. God's sake. But we, we always think like that, don't we? Yeah. And I guarantee you, even now, we're going to be, it doesn't necessarily mean body image or weight or whatever, but I will look back on my life now in 10 years time and I'm sure I'll be thinking, oh, for God's sake, yeah. like, why did I not appreciate this yeah. and this part of my yeah. life and this person? You just... Definitely. Just, we'll be 50 looking back now going, I know. you look great. Yeah. But that's, that's partly why, one reason right now, like I've not got the biggest boobs ever. Let's talk about boobs for a second. Um, they're like a kind of medium size, right? But I'd always be really self-conscious about not wearing a bra because I felt like they looked a bit droopy. Mm. Now, if I'm wearing a top that's backless, I'm just going to let them out. Because yeah. I think they're never going to look as good as they look now. And I so could never, well. ever do that. I couldn't. I just couldn't because I just yeah. couldn't. I'm I used to be it. so self-conscious though. And I'm like, I'm 27. Like, yeah. I just need to live my life. And you know, it, Isn't it free the free the nipple? Free the nip, yeah. Free the nipple. I follow um, the slum flower who's amazing. Oh, yeah. And um, she's got... She's, yeah, she's got saggy boobs, matter movement. And, um, I know. I'm here for it. Do you know what? I, I rate her for that because as much as I rate her for that, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I just couldn't. I... I, I, I Sometimes it's painful though. Right, when the boobs get to a certain size, it's actually really uncomfortable. Mine are really heavy. <laughs> yeah. Really, really heavy. And yeah, I don't know. I just wouldn't be comfortable walking around yeah. with them not being supported. Yeah. But there's no better feeling than taking your bra off oh at the end God, of the day. I, I must admit. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. So um, we've just talked about physical girls and you said mm. you don't like to talk about weightless and stuff, but I feel like people are starting to have a bit of an issue with people talking about their physical goals on Instagram now. Mm-hmm. There's such a focus on mental health, which is really good and really important. Yeah. But if I say, if I... I still say it because I just think, well, this is me and this is what I want to do. And I am known for massively for my healthy weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. um, And it was a happy weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I still feel like um, I'm going to get my head chopped off for saying Mm -hmm. that I had a happy weight loss journey. Yeah, People are still entitled to have physical goals, right? And to Mm want to change themselves physically. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? So we we were saying earlier, me and you, our our content, the undertone is very similar. Like we're both Mm. anti-diet, we're anti-fad. But then there's this other realm of weight loss and some some people within the anti-diet community will criticise people and say, if it's intentional weight loss, that's bad. You shouldn't be able to do that. It's wrong. Um, And my view is very similar to yours in that I'm only going to ever talk from my experience and my bias. I am a lean woman. Like, I don't know what it's like to be in a bigger body. I've Mm. never had to experience that. So who am I to sit there and be like, no, you should not lose weight. How dare you? That's bad. That's wrong. Absolutely. I do do get frustrated with people because there are a lot of slimmer people, body positive, body confident people saying that. And I'm like, you have no idea what it's like to be in a like to one put on weight so easy like in mm. a week I could put on half a stone if I want like not if I wanted to I just just it could just happen because yeah. I haven't been mindful for example mm. um and losing weight is so hard especially because I've got polycystic ovaries as well mm. so I do find that really frustrating mm. um, I think ultimately you're in control of what you want to do with your body I think for me from my standpoint I don't want to be an influence on influencing women to feel like they need to lose weight mm. so I try not to do that mm. and I my content isn't centered around that Absolutely. So that's my input in that but if someone does for example the knobs guide and they're like my goal's weight loss I'm not going to be like nope I'm withholding all information mm. from you I'm not going to help you in that 
um, if someone's coming to me and they're doing my training plan and they want to talk about weight loss, I, I will sit down with them and I'll chat with them and say, look, here's the principles of it. Here's, you know, how I would do it in a sensible way that, where you're going to be safe and you're going to yes. be healthy and you feel Realistic. good. Yeah, but I'm not going to do a post tomorrow saying here's my t- top 10 fat loss tips because that's no. not what my content is about. No. Um, but I, yeah, I don't like this thing of shaming women for everything, shaming women if they want to do lose weight shame women if they want to talk about this or that and it's it gets a bit much it does um, a bit but people just it, need to mind their own business yeah own, there's there's two different things i think ultimately we're living in this society and whether we like it or not people are criticized people are made to feel like shit and how you choose to digest that and cope with that is your own business mm. um i just hope that we stop as many women chasing this weightless goal as a means that they think it's going to make them bring happy. them happy. It yeah, doesn't. yeah, exactly. Being skinny or whatever doesn't make you happy. Yeah, for me that's why like healthy forever. It was about being healthy. Yeah. When I when he told me about my liver, I was like, right, I need to get healthy. The, my whole yeah. life I've tried to get skinny, and not once did I think about how it's affecting my organs. Yeah. And I want to live a long life. Yeah. So that was the wake up call for me. And that's my message. Mm. You know, if you focus on getting healthier and fitter. Yeah. Rather than the number. Then rather than slimmer, that's usually Mm -hmm. a byproduct. Exactly. But if that's your main focus, that's when you start chasing the diets and looking for quick fixes. That's when you Mm -hmm. lose motivation and then you binge. Mm -hmm. Just focus on trying to be as healthy as you can whilst enjoying your food and enjoying your favorite things at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Couldn't agree more. So you're just talking about people being critical and stuff like that. Mm. Is there ever a point where social media just gets too much for you? And what do you do when it does? I had a point maybe four months ago where I didn't know what to post because I was like, I felt like I was stuck in between these camps of... the, the moment. Right. So I feel like the fitness industry has become very polarised. There's a lot of big names that are talking a lot of different things. And I felt very much in the middle um and i almost felt like if i was gonna whatever i said i'll get criticized or torn down and i was almost a bit fearful mm. um one thing i've done recently was actually sounds a bit sounds a bit privileged but i got a life coach um because i wanted to invest in my mental health and i just i, I mean you know, we're going to talk about the breakup but i went through a breakup recently mm. and i just really wanted to work with someone who wasn't going to be like a, a personal trainer or a coach or anything it's going to be someone for my mind um and she really helped me like find my voice again in my on my instagram and find you know and stop caring as much what people are going to think and just no, I need be me woman. yeah oh she's changed my life she's called wendy wendy she's amazing so mega i don't know if you know mega rose yeah I know Megan. she works with her loads of influencers work with her now but oh, really? she's fab um so that's what I've done. But in terms of things which are really practical to do is just don't go on Instagram in the morning. Put your phone other side of the bedroom. Buy an alarm clock. Set your alarm clock. Use that to get you up in the morning. And don't scroll on Instagram until you've woken up, started your day, maybe done a bit of work, done one task. Mm. Then check Instagram. Because I found for ages I was like waking up 7am, turn my alarm clock off on my phone. And I'll go on stories on Instagram and I watch people's days other people starting their days and I'm still laying in bed and then I feel like shit comparing my life to theirs I just can't do it it's it's changed my life genuinely not having my phone by my bed has changed my life and my productivity and that is such a simple tip yeah Mm. yeah do you know my partner's actually on his phone at night much more than me I think he's on his phone more than me full stop is he he doesn't work on Instagram no but I mean he goes through all these ridiculous videos of like 
like people chopping things up. You know those ones that are really satisfying. <laughs> yeah. But weird. He'll oh, kill yeah. me for this. Well, like the he soap. He won't listen. He won't listen. Have you seen the ones where they put like stuff through soap and the soap like spreads? Yeah, yeah, just like all that. crazy stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm like, can you just get off your phone? And then he's like, all right, no. And I'm like, right, but this needs to stop. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's 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 definitely a really really good tip. Mm. Really good tip. Mm. Um, okay, so breakup. That's yeah. um, something I wanted to talk about because growing up female, we all we've all been through breakups. I've been with yeah. Ricky for eight years, so I haven't wow. been through a breakup for a long time since like I was a teenager. Yeah. Um, so I'm a bit out of touch. <laughs> That's How are you thing. feeling? Are you okay? What? Like, I don't want to be too nosy, but no. what happened? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> who broke up with who? Um, no. So Have you slept with each other since? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'll tell you after. No. no, it's all good. It's all good. I think we were together for like three and a half years. He won't mind me talking a bit about this. Um, but we left very amicably. Um, the thing with me and Dan is we had a business together we were working together from the start. That's how we met initially at the gym. And then we had the business together and then we were living together and it just was too, too much. much. Yeah, yeah, it was too, too much. And I think you almost feel like you then have to be together because you have all this stuff together and the pressure was just insane. And I think sometimes, you know, you meet these amazing people, but it's just not the right time. And mm. I think for both of us, we were just a bit drained. Mm. Um, and we, you know, it's all very mutual we both realize we're both unhappy we need to do our own things he needs to go off and do his own business because when we built knobs it was very much around like what i was creating with my community and he obviously came and got involved with that but i think he's a very independent guy and he needs to do his own thing as well mm. to get fulfillment i think so you know it's one of those things and it's like <laughs> it almost felt like everything had to fall apart for it to get back together because everything did, you know, we had a flat together, we had mm. the business and it almost felt like it was impossible for things to end. But when it did, I think for both of us, we both found who we are again as individual people. And he's doing really good. I'm doing really good. We're both really happy. Um, and it's just one of those so things. it's worked out well. It has, yeah. It's so amicable. Like we still work together once a week at the gym. Um and we both really respect each other. Oh, okay. Never... So you still see each other? Um, well, like it's passing. It's yeah. not like we don't like, okay. sit down and chill. No, 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 no. Um, but he, yeah, we we chat. It's it's all very friendly. This pro that probably comes with age, a sort of breakup like that. Yeah, no? like it's quite that's yeah. not, like quite a mature breakup. Yeah. Well, it's not like I think when there's been no break yeah. of trust. Yeah, that's true. Obviously, that's much easier. Um, but I'm just the moment the day day one when it happened, I was like, right, I'm gonna make this the most like fruitful breakup ever I'm gonna learn from this so much I'm gonna fall in love with myself I'm gonna every day I'm gonna just work and build and build and build and I did that from day one and I feel so great for it oh good for you yeah didn't do any I love your drive stuff. and your energy yeah. <laughs> and your positive um yeah. outlook on things like mm. is that something you've always had or is that something that you've built as well um I think I'm I am actually quite an emotional person and I think I do, I know my mental health, and I know I can go through dips and I think I've been in such a dip and I know that that isn't my true self. My true self is happy, fun, mm. stupid, weird and I'd <laughs> lost the touch of her and I feel like now I've rediscovered her, I'm like fierce and not letting anything oh, lose that person again. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm just trying to be free and enjoy my life. And So what would you say to anyone that is feeling lost in a relationship right now if they're listening? 
Um, I would say... Because it can be scary. Like, how, how do you start that conversation with your partner? If you're yeah. both thinking it, he, like, that must be awkward or hard. I think you have to think, like, is this... If I could go back, like, a few years, maybe before, is this a life I would choose to lead? And if it's not, something has to give mm. because we can't be living these lives and these patterns where we wouldn't have picked it for ourselves a few years ago. That's a good teller. Mm. Um, and ultimately, as much as wonderful people come to your life, don't ever feel like there's one person for you because there's not. There's many, many, many people out there for you. It's just who you happen to find mm. in your life and have that con- that mutual connection. That can happen with so many different people. I don't believe in the one. I believe in many mm. throughout your life. And because we, we grow so much as people as well throughout our lives, the fact that you're in an eight-year relationship is amazing because yeah. you've both grown together. Yeah, it's probably unusual yeah. to meet someone at 19 and still be with yeah. them. Yeah. Well, my parents have been together for 25 yeah, years. Yeah, it's quite old-fashioned, isn't it? Yeah, but... Um, you know, just because one person was right for you at one point in your life, you might have changed in five years and it doesn't, they might not be right for you yeah. anymore. And that's okay. Don't be afraid to be single because, you know, it's there's nothing better than... <laughs> Is it, it's okay to be single? Yeah. Right? Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I think, um, I think now more than ever, women are less, I don't know, I think it's still a desire to have a family, of course, for mm. a lot of women and that's, I don't know if I ever will, but if I do, I can imagine that being really nice. Um, but I think as well, don't make all your ambitions, your family life and marrying this man or woman, whatever. Um, don't just make that your life's goal or your life's work. Mm. Focus on other other stuff absolutely. beyond beyond relying on another person. No, you know? absolutely. I agree with that totally. Yeah. Totally. Amazing. Yeah. Thanks, Lucy. There's yeah. one more thing that I ask um, guests at the end. Oh, God, it's just God. to give three bits of advice that you'd either give to your younger self mm-hmm. or that you'd like to give to this, the listeners. So I guess, so everyone always says this, don't compare yourself to other people on Instagram, right? Don't mm-hmm. compare yourself to other people's lives. I stand by that through and through. And it's one of those things that you'll probably read or hear and you won't actually implement. You'll be like, oh yeah, no comparisons. Comparisons mm-hmm. to the joy, but you don't actually implement it. So start implementing that. When you're looking on Instagram, do it intentionally and realise when you're actually look, consuming people's content, remember that is a highlight. That is a part of someone's day. You don't know what someone's going through. It's, it's what they're choosing to press. Yep, post. Yep, send. It's what they've approved in their head mm. to show you. So it's never Absolutely. that. Even if you feel like it's authentic, there's always a level of... Mm. That's um, good enough to post. Yeah, editing on that. Um and then I guess as well, like it would it would go back to the thing of your body is not your worth. I think one thing for me when I was decided I wanted to become like a fitness influencer or whatever, I put so much pressure on myself to look the part and have these big legs and big bum and six pack um, that I almost was trying to play the role of a fitness influencer. But just start appreciating who you are. I did a retreat in May and one of the girls said, it sounds a bit like, woo woo or a bit I don't know a bit cringe or whatever but I loved it she was really embarrassing but she said everyone has their superpower and you need to find yours everyone's just gonna be different Mm. but when you find your superpower just go with it that's yours don't Mm. try and take someone else's or try and act like someone else because everyone's different um so definitely that and I think whatever will be will like what's meant for you is not going to pass you um so just keep the faith keep the faith that the universe has a plan for you and even when it feels like your world's like 
ending or falling apart just keep the faith that some, you're going to learn something from this and it will bring you on to like a higher self do you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah so i think learn from every negative situation yeah again. keep keep even if you're going through a horrible time just keep the faith that there's going to be something so much better that you're going to grow through um i think those are my three bits that's amazing yeah. that's, that's helped me today good thank you, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much yeah. i loved it thank you for having me you're welcome <laughs> Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and maybe even share with a friend if you think they could benefit from listening to Growing Up Female. I'll be back next Wednesday with another amazing female. See you then. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We know times are very difficult right now. And if you want any more information about coronavirus, go to nhs.uk slash coronavirus. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.